Well, good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the podcast. This is part three of the LA Adventure. I just got to say, first and foremost, thank you all so much for tuning in and listening to part one and part two. We're going to get right back into it. As you all know, we were at the fucking brunch. And before I jump into really anything, I just got to give a huge shout out to women in general. Why? Because all the women at this brunch were on fucking point. Eyelashes, nails, fucking hair, everything smelled great. The dudes, on the other hand, like we just fucking rolled out of bed, threw on some pants, and showed up. So I just got to say, man, for all the women out there, I understand there's a lot of fucking pressure from the goddamn advertisements in the world in general. But, like, you're killing it. You're fucking killing it. And you looked incredible. Not like the dudes. Like we, It's almost like we like stumbled on a different party in total. <laughs> but man, it was an incredible time. Great food. And I, first time I drank pina coladas and they're fucking awesome. I gotta say, fucking pina coladas. I'm not even much of a rum guy at all. But fuck, they were tasty. Especially at like 10 in the morning. Hung, all fucking hung over. It was great. Highly recommended for a morning drink. So Brad and I are broke. You know, like, so we're like trying to fill up as best we can on this food, this buffet food, because, you know, we're, we're getting down there. Now, Brad's like literally fucking flat broke. So I got to kind of take care of the guy. I got a bit more money uh, than he did. And it was just, you know, and that's what friends do, though. I got your back, brother. You know, so rather than getting a hotel or a hostel or whatever, we decided let's just fucking rent a car and sleep in the damn thing. This way we have the freedom of bombing around wherever the hell we want to go. If we want to see something, we have the, you know, the freedom to do that and the liberty to just fuck off if we need to. And that's exactly what we did. We downloaded this app called Turo. I'm not sure if you guys have heard this or not, but it's basically like Airbnb for cars. And you just rent some dude's fucking car and you fuck off for a while. You just make sure that it's filled with gas and it's not like ruined. So that's what we did. We rented this car and we just decided, you know what? Let's just get the hell out of fucking L.A. It's a shitty city. You know, we've seen basically everything that you're supposed to see when you go, you know, to, to Los Angeles. So one thing we don't have here in Canada is like a proper desert. So we said, why don't we fucking fuck off? into the desert, have a fire, you know, look at the stars, drink a fuck ton of gin because I'm still sitting on bottles of this shit and I can't bring it back with me on the plane, so we need to drink it, right? So no going to bars, no fucking around, uh, just need some beans and some chili, some buns and some snacks and a bunch of water. That's all we need. So we just bomb down this fucking it, it, I'll tell you right now, if anybody does decide to go to Los Angeles, get out of the city. Check out some of these beautiful mountains. And we were just driving for hours and hours on end. We got our weed, we got our mix, we got our food. We are ready to fucking go. And it's just incredible. Like the the views we're top-notch shit. And I'll tell you, man, I've been, I'm here in, in British Columbia. We've got definitely the better country of the two. But I'm just saying, we got some incredible views. But, man, Los Angeles has some fucking incredible uh, spots just to stop and take it all in. You're not listening to sirens. You're not listening to fucking cars honking or any of that bullshit. It is just off the grid and beautiful. So we end up going down and we're driving two miles up this mountain and two miles down. We fucking get to the base. And I'll tell you, man, just like in the movies, 
we come into this small little shanty town and I don't know, like Canada's not super religious. I mean, of course, there's lots of people that are religious here, but man, like all the, you, all you could see on every fucking doorstep was a massive cross and an American flag. And it was almost like each neighbor was trying to compete with one another. Like, I got the bigger cross. Jesus loves me more. And the other guy would be like, no, I got the bigger fucking cross. And it, it was every fucking house had, like, crosses and American flags all over it. It was just something to see, man. It was just, you don't see that shit here. I mean, us Canadians love Canada, but we ain't waving the flag. You know, very, very few people have Canadian flags on their on their lawns. So seeing this firsthand was definitely, you know, a little bit of a culture shock, if you will. So we end up driving down this road and we found this little turnoff and we drove down this and, and I'm telling you, man, like it's sandy shit. Like you could get stuck and we only had the two wheel drive. So we're driving down this road and we pull into this spot and it was just perfect. It was completely in the desert. This is the Mojave Desert. And we end up finding a bunch of cinder blocks and rocks around because people are just dumping their garbage there, like on a, off a pickup truck or something. And we made a nice little fire pit. We made a little bench and we started playing fucking Neanderthal games. So like kind of like bowling because there's nothing to do, right? Like you don't want to be on your phone and, you know, you got company. So it's like, let's fucking play a game. So we made up this little game. We're drinking gin. I'll tell you, man, I got fucked. I got really drunk that night. Um, it's probably because I started drinking those damn pina coladas at like 10 in the morning. And, of course, we were on a mission to get rid of this gin. Like, that's the thing. We, we have to fucking get rid of this stuff. I'm not throwing it out, and I'm not just going to give it to somebody. We're drinking it. This is the fucking mission of the entire trip. We got to drink this shit. So I got fucking wasted. And actually, later on that night, a kit fox showed up. And I'd never seen a kit fox. Basically, it's the tiny little fucking rodent that lives in the ground in little fucking burrows. And he was just looking around for some fucking grub. And it was cute. Now, at the same time, it's like, what other fucking animals around here? <laughs> you just never know. We're wasted, right? So it was a great time. We end up, and just a word to the wise folks, if you're ever camping with somebody, pass out first. Because I snore. And poor fucking Brad, poor fucking Brad, I passed out first there, bud, fucking honking away all through the night. He didn't sleep fucking at all, really. I woke up with my fucking suit jacket on. It's freezing. Like, the temperature drops crazy amounts in the desert. It's kind of wild. Like, it'll drop 10 degrees for sure. And it was fucking cold in the morning. So in the morning, we kind of pack up and we clean up. That's what everybody should do. I don't care if you're from another country or not. I don't give a shit. Clean up your, cr- clean up your trash. Clean up your garbage because somebody else is going to come there. And not just that, but you're also limiting. Somebody might end up blocking that spot off and it won't ever be available for people to camp on. So please, for the love of God, man, clean up your garbage. Everybody, everybody, clean up your trash, man. So we end up coming back into town. That was our night. That was our night. Just drinking, playing games, seeing the stars, and just fucking having a good old hoot. Smoking weed, drinking that shit, drinking that gin. That's right. So we come into back into town, and this is where, this is our last night in Los Angeles. Now, Brad's going to sleep on the fucking beach. 
He's broke. I gave him 50 bucks, though. I was like, do what you want, man. At least you got some food. At least you, you can get, you know, uh, we had to, of course, return the car. But at least with 50 bucks, you can take the bus, get something to eat. And uh, he had some gin because, of course, uh, it was uh, included with the gift bags that uh, from the wedding. So we had some booze. And this was our first night where we kind of, like, parted ways. And this isn't a bad thing. Like, we, I like my... You know, I like doing things on my own, and so does Brad. So this was a kind of night where it's like, you know what, you do your own thing, I'm gonna do my thing. So I'm, I end up getting a hostel for dirt cheap. I think it was sixty bucks. It, I just fucking scored these. The prices fluctuate, it seems, throughout the day, depending on like the availability, I suppose. But I end up getting a hostel, and it was great. Like I'm telling you, man, like this was right at Venice Beach, and we're back at v- Venice Beach, by the way. This is where it's like th- this is the only spot I, we kind of liked. It was beautiful out. There's a bunch of fucking babes, and there's a skate park. The ocean's right there if you want to go swimming. It was just great, great spot. And I got this hostel for sixty bucks. Brad fucks off. He does his own thing. Oh, by the way, before he fucks off, we go to this Irish pub. And it's two for one drinks. Now, I did say to you earlier that, you know, we needed to drink this gin. But I'll tell you, man, we've been drinking gin all fucking week. And and we needed something different. We needed a fucking beer, right? So we go into this spot to get a burger and a beer, and it's two for one drinks. Sounds like a deal, doesn't it? Nope. Their fucking pints were $12. 12 American dollars. Meaning... That these two for ones, it was still six bucks for a fucking beer. And it was in a plastic cup. Like, I'm not a fancy guy, guys. I'm really not. And, you know, it doesn't take a lot to fucking please me. But this was next level bullshit. Next level bullshit. Our jaws were on the ground. I will say the burger was fine. It was good. You know, the fries are okay. You know, it was just a burger. You can't fuck it up. But the beer? Like, what are you thinking? Again. How does anyone survive in this fucking city? Six American dollars. Well, it was two for one. So normally it would have been 12 bucks for a fucking beer in a plastic cup. Can you believe that? Oh, man. Like, we really had to wrap our head around this shit. Like, no wonder we're broke. No wonder we're nickel and diamond. Again, like, I I was loaning money to Brad, so it had no, I, I didn't care. I had a ton of gin, too, but this was a time where it's like, you know what? Let's just treat ourselves. Let's get a fucking beer and a burger because we're going to be parting ways. It's probably going to be the last time we see each other, right? So that's what we did. And it was, oh, my God, 12 bucks for a fucking beer. Fuck that place. And fuck L.A. Um, so we part ways. I go back to my uh, hostel, and I've got two 26ers of gin that I need to drink. I need to get rid of this shit somehow. And this is where it gets real fucking interesting. I'm sitting at the skate park, drinking. And I'm looking around, and like, I don't know anybody. Nobody knows me. And I'm, I guess I was expecting, you know, somebody to come up and talk to me. It doesn't work like that, folks. It's, it, it's you got to go up to people. That's the only fucking way. So I'm sitting there, I'm kind of like down. It's still like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Kind of feeling like... Not lonely, but like I got no one to talk to. You know, everyone's got their friends and, you know, their their little cliques doing their own thing. And I just said, fuck this, man. I need to get rid of this gin. I have to. So I need to put myself out there. 
So I go on a walk. I'm walking down the Venice Beach strip, and I see these two guys, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck's going on, boys? You want some fucking booze? And of course, they'd be an idiot to say no. So they're like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll have some fucking booze. And this is where I started chatting. I'm like, guys, I need to find a spot that's dirt fucking cheap, like a shithole dive bar. And I'm going to go there. I'm going to have some beers. But outside in the smoking area, that's where I can get rid of this fucking gin. And this is how I can meet people. It's a great way of meeting people. I mean, if somebody came up to me with a fucking bottle and said, you want a swig? Hell yeah, I'll be your friend. This guy, he's like, yeah, if you walk two miles. Now, again, we use kilometers here in Canada. So that's like, I don't know, close to four kilometers, I guess. Uh, Three and something. Three and some change. Uh, If you walk two miles and hang a left, you're going to see a shittiest dive bar with the cheapest beers. I was sold. So I gave these guys a shot and I fucking booked her. And I'll tell you, folks, this is the spot. This was the spot. I forget what the damn bar was called. Damn it. Can't shout it out. Fuck it. Anyway, so I found this spot. By this point, it's it, we're getting nighttime. You know, I had been drinking all fucking day. I'm pretty drunk. And I find this incredible hole in the wall. It's got like fucking rock and roll paraphernalia all over the walls. It's got wood shavings all on the on the floor. Like every meal that was coming out was in like a little fucking basket, like a plastic basket. I was like, this is the spot. This is it. Hell fucking yeah and everybody was fucking chill outside sharing the booze and it's going down going down mission almost accomplished and i go inside to hang out by the uh pool table and this person came up to me and she looks at me real quite strange and hold on and she looks at me quite strange sorry about that and she starts tearing up looking at me and i'm like What's wrong? Y'all right? You okay? And she turns to her friend and her friend comes up to me and she's like, our friend uh, committed suicide and was wearing um, that exact same shirt, which was my Jack Daniels shirt. I'm sure you guys have seen me wearing it, whether it's on Instagram or even probably on the show here. Um, Really cool black and white traditional Jack Daniels shirt. She's like, our friend passed away uh, wearing that shirt, and that was actually her favorite shirt. And I'm like, oh, that's really too bad. Sorry about that, you know. And her friend comes up, and she's like, can I have your shirt? What? No. You can't have my fucking shirt. Like, what am I going to wear? Right? You just don't go up to somebody and ask for the shirt off their back, especially if you don't know them. That's what fucking friends do. So she's like, yeah, could I have your shirt? And I'm like, no. And she's like, but it means a lot to me. It would mean a lot to me if you gave me that shirt. And I'm thinking about it. Thinking about it. Like, this is Venice Beach, right? Like, everybody's weird there. So me walking around with just a fucking leather vest on wouldn't be out of the ordinary. But still, I'm like, no, no, I can't fucking do it. I'm sorry, I can't do it. And she's like, well, I'll trade you shirts. <laughs> I'm like, what, 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 the shirt you're wearing? It's a turtleneck, and it comes up to your fucking belly, and it's a fucking long sleeve. I'd never fit in that thing. And she's like, well, that's all I got. And I just said to myself right then and there, you know, it's these types of moments that you can't say no to, right? You don't fucking, this is an opportunity for a memory forever. 
So I'm like, you know what? It is Venice. Fuck, fuck it. Let's do it. So we both go to the bathroom, fucking strip down, and she gives me her fucking shirt. I think I have it right here. Oh, yeah. Here it is. If you're watching this, look at this thing. <laughs> look at this fucking turtleneck thing here. Like, I could barely fit in this thing. I'm, like, walking around like, like this. Like the abominable snowman with a fucking turtleneck in Los Angeles. Fucking belly out and everything. I didn't give a shit. Again, like I said, this is fucking Venice Beach. Everyone's weird. Well, I just said, you know, and not, not only that, but now I have a story for you guys. And she was just tickled fucking pink. She was like, again, started tearing up again. She started crying. She's like, this means the world to me. Thank you so fucking much for, you know, giving me the shirt off your back. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, it was a shitty trade, but either way, at least you're happy and I'm happy to make you happy. And we fucking parted ways. I think uh, basically drank all the booze, no fucking gin left, mission fucking accomplished, hung out with this, this crew all fucking night long. Everybody got some gin. And once again, everybody was blown away by the taste of this shit. So we parted ways. I wake up at the hostel the next morning. Brad fucks off. I jump into the ocean. This is my our last fucking day in Los Angeles. You know, we, I got to try and do something cool here. So Brad's flight was much, much earlier than mine. Mine was at like 10 o'clock at night, and his was at, I think, 5 in the afternoon. So I just decided, you know, my buddy's gone. I don't know anybody. I'm out of booze. I got nothing going on with me right now. I have the entire day to basically kill before my flight. I just looked up how far the airport was, and it was eight miles. I said, fuck it. I'm going to walk it. That's right. I'm going to walk it. Fuck it. I got the time. I got legs. I'm not fucking old yet. Too old. You know, my, my legs still work. And that's exactly what I did. I hoofed it. I had my bag on my back and my fucking suit jacket and everything in my suit bag that I was hauling around for eight fucking miles. It took me over three hours. And I got one hell of a fucking blister on the bottom of my foot from this. At the very, very, very end of this, after the, uh, the outro song, I will show, I will upload or a- attach the video of me popping this fucking blister on my foot. I'm not going to do it here because I don't want to gross you out, but if you want, I did film it because it was the size of a nickel. I did film it, so if you want to see that, I will tack that on at the end, very, very end of this episode. So I'm walking, I get about seven miles and I'm dying for a drink. There's no fucking shade, there's no clouds in LA and it's smoggy, it's kind of, and I'm sweating my face off. And I just, I look on the maps and there's a little pub only about 20 minutes away from the airport and I fucking pop in there and I'll tell you, man, I don't know, it's just the way life is and I've, I've just learned to be so much more accepting of strange scenarios And this is another one, folks. I walk into this bar, and it's a black bar. Not a single fucking pale SOB like me in there. It is a black bar, rap music fucking cranked, and I am the only white dude in there. It was almost like a record scratched, and everyone just turned and looked at me and was like, yo, who the fuck is this guy? 
Did I turn around and leave? No. No. I wanted to make this my home for the last little bit before I fucked off. And that's exactly what I did. I got to know the locals. I got to meet this really cute girl there. We had a great time. The tacos, it was Taco Fucking Tuesday. The $3 tacos and $4 drinks. I had been bombing around this expensive city for five and a half days getting ripped off by Irish pubs, and here I go, I go into some black bar, and it's $4 drinks and $3 tacos. That's what I'm talking about, man. Can't believe that it took me so goddamn long to find this place, and I was uh, accepted with open arms. Everybody was super cool. They let me smoke joints right on their fucking patio. Didn't give a fuck, and they were super nice, you know? So sometimes when you get yourself into scenarios or situations that you think, ah, you know, I'm going to just take the safe route. Sometimes, you know, going against the grain, you're going to meet some great people and see a different side, of, like a, a culture. Like that's, to be brutally honest, that's probably the first and only time I've been into like a, a, like a dominantly black bar. It was fucking cool. And there's a DJ ripping it up. I mean, I didn't want to bust out my moves. That I'd, I'd be probably removed permanently if I did. So it was an incredible time. Hopped on the plane, just shit-faced. Uh, you know, I actually gave them every single dime and penny and bill I had left. Because I'm not coming back to Canada with any American money. I tipped the waitress a lot. <laughs> I just said, here, take it. You guys have been super nice to me, you know, very accepting. So there you go. And she was really, really uh, thankful for that. And I come back to fucking Canada, happier than a pig and shit. I fucking arrived in Canada at 2 a.m., come back to the van, and I loaned my van to a friend of mine. And I did say, take it for a rip, bud. Take the van for a fucking rip if you want. Go camping. Like... Thank you for allowing me to park my vehicle in your parking lot for fucking this extended period of time. You can take the van and and use it as your own home. I thought I was being nice. Come back. My fucking bed's broken. Not just that, but my little fairy lights are just dilapidated. The, The fucking, the bed wasn't made. There was dog hair everywhere. I was just like, really, dude? Whatever, man. The bed's broken. He's going to fix it. Um, and the, and you're probably thinking, oh, he must have been banging pretty hard. No, it's actually the way the bed works is there's two brackets. And, and I should have told him that, you know, in order for the, the, the part where your feet go and to hoist yourself up onto the bed, you need to put these brackets out. Otherwise, the entire weight, it just wouldn't be able to hold. So, yeah, long story short, he fucked that up. And, uh, but either way, he's going to fix it. And he is a dear friend. So I, I'm not really super worried about it, but man, being back in Canada is so good. It's raining today, which we didn't get any rain in Los Angeles whatsoever. So it's just nice. I like the weather here a lot better. Um, the expectations of Canada are pretty low. So when you come back to this incredible city and this incredible country, it's like, fuck man, we got it good. We really do. There's not a lot of hype here. It's just what you see is what you get, but it's all beautiful. So that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's trilogy episode of The Adventure to L.A. Lots of shit happened. I still got this shirt, you know. Uh, oh, long story short, that I guess I got that girl's number. 
Long story short, that chick fucking texted me the next day and asked for a shirt back. I was like, no way. A deal's a fucking deal. She's like, well, what are you going to do with it? I'm like, I don't know. Nothing. But it's a deal. You got my, you're not getting away with this with two fucking shirts. I need a shirt here. Even though I'm not going to wear it, that's a fucking deal. You can't come back and ask it for your shit after a fucking handshake deal is made. You just can't do that. Not where I'm from. Nope. But thank you all so much for tuning in to this trilogy episode. I hope you all are doing well. And I just got to say once again, thank you so much to everybody who has been listening right up until the very end and liking and sharing and subscribing and making comments. If you guys have anything that you want to talk about, you definitely let me know in the comments if there's something about this trilogy episode that you particularly liked or thought maybe I rambled on a little bit too much. Let me know because I'm always trying to improve and definitely um, I've never done something something like this this long and especially about one chunk of time so please leave a comment let me know and i hope you're all doing well god damn it i really do so until next time i'm johnny no cash i just got to give a shout out to good old distillery nine distillery nickel nine distillery crazy monkey vodka the hidden temple gin if you are in ontario hell you better check that shit out make yourself a fucking what is it Gin and soda or something? I don't know. I don't drink gin. I'll, I will say that this is the best shit I've ever drank, though. So thank you all so much. Definitely go over to buymeacoffee.com slash Johnny No Cash if you want to support the show. If you want to listen to some tunes, just type in Johnny No Cash there in Spotify or Apple or Amazon. If you want to check out the old Instagram, it's Johnny No Cash Official. And, of course, if there's something you guys want me to cover in a future episode, let me know. And not just that, I got a song coming out with a good friend of mine, Ari Mnemonic. And I'm not sure when she's planning on releasing it, but once she does, I will be sure to let you know. So until next time, thank you all so much for tuning in. You guys know I appreciate you. And until next time, you better stay dusty. I'm out. I'm living in a van playing outlaw too. Live with Johnny No Cash. Smoking them smokes and drinking that booze. Live with Johnny No Cash. Where I go, how the fuck don't know I'm off the grid on dusty roads. There ain't no better way of eating beans.